0: hey kids it's your old pal Zachary from the Johns cast. I just want to tell you that we've got a review coming up and I'm real excited about it and you all should stay to the end so you can hear our awesome review. all right Zachary out I got some
1: carrots some celery some uh, extra crumply bag of chips. John. Yeah. John Kep. This is, this is a really bad start, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roar, clang, clang, yeah, clang. Roar, clang, clang. Hello. Yeah, basically that. Yeah. Hello. 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 Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Johns cast. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Zachary. Johns cast. This is
0: the cast <laughs> where we awesome. talk about Johns.
1: It is. It's yeah. the number
0: one Johns cast in the world. It is. Uh, so let's get started with some hot Johns news. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is from uh, Metro. Metro.co.uk for you uninitiated. <laughs> And the headline is, uh, Google has just created what they claim are the bluest blue jeans in the world. And let me tell you from the picture, they are uh, blue, at least. They look blue. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, they're they're a weird color of blue. So, um, you know, as is typical, we don't... Um, read the news we report on here at the Cast, but we do look at the pictures and uh,
0: we make unjustified assumptions. We read the
1: title and yeah. some, maybe sometimes some of the captions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you
1: know, basically what you do, but to save you from having to do that, we then clumsily just sort of
0: talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's our added value in- and. <laughs> Yeah, and why yeah, we deserve so, your like, money? Yes.
1: What I would want to point out is that these jeans are really weird looking. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that lady you're wearing don't even appear to be dim. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: Did you know that like blue jeans color isn't isn't so much blue as indigo? <laughs> Which is why these look really weird because they're definitely very blue. Like, they just created the bluest blue jeans, except they may not be denim, and they're not indigo-colored. So I think they created some blue pants. Is the, <laughs> the take-home
0: of this. Google creates a pair of blue pants. <laughs> so, so I think I know what happened. So they took their uh, Hewitt-Packard printer, and they thought... Well, we're smart Google engineers. We know that this prints in uh, cyan, magenta, yellow. And they just turn the cyan all the way up. And the magenta and yellow all the way down. And then they threw their jeans in the Mm -hmm. printer. And this is what came out.
1: Maybe they just 3D printed them that way. And that's why they're not denim.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know anything about 3D printing. Maybe you can print denim. (laughs) <laughs> Why waste all that time weaving when you can three D print it? <laughs>
0: so, uh, so assuming that these are at least genes enough to discuss on our uh, on our honorable cast. What do you think of the weird sparkly stars? I mean, I think
1: they're pretty stupid. Okay. <laughs> What about the high one? I I would like these better if that large man was wearing a her pair of the jeans with, like, the the stars on. (laughs) Because that would be way funnier and more interesting looking, at least.
0: I I would like that, too. Uh, So I did happen to read one sentence of this article. Sorry, by the way. And it, uh, yeah. it, it mentioned that these jeans have one pocket, which is the exact size and shape of the phone that she's holding, because that's all you need now, your phone. What about your wallet? Nope. You just pay for things with your phone. You just buy everything on Amazon Instant. how stupid
1: Instant. that pocket looks, it's still, too.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, they're making a big deal out of that pocket. It's like, whoa, look, I'm a pocket. It's less than you're
1: used to, and it's uglier and weird, like, flappy bits, but, like, you
0: know. Yeah. So I. Uh, it's here. <laughs> so speaking of pockets, I saw a really good Kickstarter today. It was a, uh, I think it's like a duffel bag that transforms into a jacket. So, so, okay. you, so you take your duffel bag to an airport, and then you transform it to jacket mode before you get on a plane, so they don't charge you for having a carry-on, and you can take it off and turn it back into a bag. Okay. Seems pretty smart, I would uh, thank you. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I kind of just don't think you
0: should take your johns off. <laughs> well, that's a given. <laughs> but, I mean, what about with the rest yeah. of your clothes? I'm not wearing a shirt two days in a row. Ugh. I'm not a savage.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you got to save those juices for your, your johns. Yeah. For their <laughs> <but>, the best <laughs> use. That's why I always wring out my shirts into my johns. You know, to... <laughs> Uh, add a little bit of, you know, extra flavor and speed up the mm-hmm. uh, aging process. <laughs> you know, how sometimes like you'll, you'll throw a little bit of bleach in wine to save you the, the effort of like tannins or mm-hmm. something.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well,
1: that's how I feel about pit stains and, and your your
0: fades. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I've, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, do you have any tips on on sweating into your johns for our listeners today? On um, making making the most. Let's call the segment like making the most body odor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, so so I gotta tell you, you know, let me remind our listeners that I've been long wearing for two and a half months now, and it's going great as
1: part of a year long.
0: Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. Uh, yeah. on Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday, I had a big existential freakout, and, you know, I was, like, jumping around and screaming and rolling around in the fetal position, like, I don't want to wear these Johns anymore, and I tried taking them <laughs> off, I tried taking them off, and then I noticed that, you know, they were just indistinguishable from my skin. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I have be- so you you think you're
1: over the hump here? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, basically. Uh...
0: Yeah, I've I've become the Johns. So uh, so when I sweat, it's just the same as the Johns sweating. You know, it's it's really beautiful yeah. in a way. In, in, in a way.
1: I mean, just think of all the the sweat we normally throw
0: away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so wasteful. Think of all those people in the California drought that that would pay for that sweat, well, not anymore, but but think like if you had that sweat six months ago, then all of this could have been avoided.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean we could have stopped the California drought mm-hmm. like but people you know, greedy people refused to long wear their jeans. Or wear inferior forms of clothing. They waste all kinds
0: of water on. Yep. Save a tree. Don't take your Johns off. And that's a Johns cast promise. Johns cast tip. Copyright Johns cast. (laughs) Yep. You know what I like to do to distract me from the existential horror of the fact that my skin has become denim? (laughs) Or has your denim become skin? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly the thing I don't want to think about. So, uh, you know, I play some uh, video games because they're a good distraction. Wait, you
1: do? I I haven't seen you play a video game in a really long time. (laughs) Mostly I just play FTL. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) Have you played any FTL since our last cast?
0: I have. I've lost many times. It's really sad. Okay, good. Yes. (laughs) Well, I I know
1: you're also really into watching video games. Uh Uh-huh. While uh, people like me play them and... Uh, and sometimes I just watch them also because it's apparently a game about watching for a long time sometimes.
0: <laughs> uh, so for this episode, we played dark souls for it. Dark souls for yeah.
1: the return of Gryffindor. <laughs> and uh, it, it just came out today. Yeah. I'm recording this little peek behind the curtain. Uh-huh. Uh, at the time of its recording, this was an extremely
0: timely podcast. <laughs> um just keep that in mind when you're listening to this mid-2008. Like
1: years
0: later. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so our, our opinions are colored by the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been playing, yeah, like I said, a lot of a lot of Dark Souls 4, Return mm-hmm. of Gryffindor, um aka the Berserk Musso game, aka Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. And it's a it's a game about killing over one hundred men. Um, with a big sword and sometimes there's child soldiers and sometimes there's the devil. But you always gotta kill significantly more than one hundred men. And uh it's It's based on the, it's like a, it's a Dynasty Warriors. It's a Dynasty Warriors, but instead of like cool Chinese guys, you get like cool guys from the Berserk manga and anime and
0: Dreamcast game. Was the, uh, was the Zelda game that was in that genre also a Dynasty Warriors? Was it like literally called that? (laughs) Yeah. Great. Uh, so this one is, this one is,
1: made by that team. It was not called Dynasty Warriors. I don't remember what that's called because uh, I've never I've never played that one. There's was really like a, a Dragon Quest one recently. Um, some of them will have warriors in the name to let you know. Um, and almost all of them are
0: made by Koei. Okay, well, um, so so would you go as so so far as to say that uh, Berserk is the Dark Souls of Hyrule Warriors?
1: I would definitely say that the Minish Cap is the Demon Souls of, <laughs> of wastewater management. Perfect. Um, that's how far I think I'd go. Okay.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, at least we made some progress.
1: I would, I would say that Berserk is the dark souls of video games.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Benjamin, would you like to unpack that comment for our listeners? (laughs) No. Oh, okay.
1: So, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Why don't we introduce our sort of respective backgrounds with sort of the, uh, three properties that seem to be sort of, uh, in dialogue here. Okay. Um, Berserk and, and comics and toys and uh, anime and whatever. Dynasty Warriors and its ilks. Mhm. And, uh, the Souls games. So since you're the resident expert on none of these, Zach, why don't you <laughs> explain?
0: All right. Uh, so my uh, reliable sources tell me that Berserk is a very long-running anime set <laughs> in medieval Europe. It's a long. It's
1: a long-running manga. It only has oh. like a. Is a new like reboot of the anime, but the original one I think is only twenty-five episodes long. But it is one of the like most famous and like, especially of the early translated into English,
0: um, anime. It was very influential. Gotcha. And, uh, aesthetically is somewhat of an ignoramus, it reminds me of dark souls more than anything, which my reliable source has told me that that's because dark souls takes a lot of inspiration from berserk. Um, it's true. Yeah. And uh, in terms of my own experience with Berserk, I uh, used to watch Bleach when it was on Cartoon Network, and that also is an anime with swords. So there's that. That's true, and yeah. a
1: big sword. I think it. I've only ever seen one episode of Bleach in my entire life. Um, you might remember this story from undergraduate. I'm not going to recount it here, um, but uh, in the in the incident in which uh, Josh and I traveled traveled to Oklahoma to try and rescue one of his, like, um, friends from back when he lived there. Um, and our car broke down, and then we were somebody tried to steal the car after it broke down at knife point, etc. It was a big misadventure, but one of those nights when I was there, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I watched a single episode of Bleach, and it seemed to be a show about, like, small guys with really big swords chopping each other repeatedly in, like, the shoulders. Just, like, really butchering shoulders left and right.
0: Yeah, that's where it gets its uh, Japanese sun- subtitle, Small Guy, Big Sword, Shoulder Chopper.
1: Oh, well, that's pretty on the nose. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, Dynasty Warriors is a genre onto itself where so it's the gameplay wise it looks to me very much like a uh, just an action game like God of War except that there's some amount of strategy element in it like there's other commanders that you're working with and sometimes they need help and sometimes they're fighting enemies and the enemy has their own commanders and that kind of thing I don't know how obvious this
1: was, particularly in the missions you saw, because yeah. um, some missions are much more about this, but there's also like bases and stuff that are sort of, that are producing sold like generic foot soldiers for, for both teams. And you can take those and lose those too. Um, so, and, and there's like morale of the army influence based on sort of things happening, but I, I think you totally, uh, basically nailed it on the head. Like, The moment to moment gameplay is like very much like brawler combo based third person, um, uh, action game except that you fight like a thousand men at once all the time. Gotcha. Um, which is unique. Um, but there is like, there's a lot of like weird sort of meta strategy elements happening on the level all the time that you're influencing and that's, Kind of interesting as well, um, depending on the level, like what sort of things happen. And I, you know, I haven't played enough of this one yet. It just came out today, this afternoon. But um, like oftentimes you can get like different endings or like special things to happen where you can sort of like change history in the Dynasty Warriors game. So like trying to do crazy stuff in missions that's sort of not supposed to happen and might be very hard to do. Or um, you could definitely lose if you don't, like, um, help on a, like, strategic battlefield level with your individual man-murdering powers. <laughs> Cause like, you're a really, like, you are maybe most of the damage being done on the, on the board, basically, at any given moment. And so like, you're the most important piece and you have to do, it's, it's, a lot of it I think is kind of management of the strategic value of your character, which is the only one you directly control. Um, Some of the Dynasty Warrior games, and I don't know if this maybe happens later, but I I don't think it makes any sense, really, in the Berserk story, so my guess is it doesn't. Um, You, like, sort of more directly lead troops, and you have, like, personal ones that follow you around, and you might equip and customize how they fight and stuff, or have more direct control over them, and, like, ordering them to do things. And as you go up ranks in the military, you can have larger uh, forces to help you do stuff. Uh, but everybody else is so bad at fighting compared to you and the enemy bosses that you got to do a lot of it yourself.
0: Gotcha. Would you say that there's any okay. uh, substantial divergence in this game from the usual formula?
1: So it's been a while since I played um, a mainline... Dynasty Warriors game. Um, let me look at my Steam library real quick, because I have, I think, like the one that's on Steam. There might be one other one. I owned, um, I owned some. So Dynasty Warriors 8, Extreme Legends, uh, is the is the last one I had played before okay. this. And I feel like there's probably been at least one or two and several of like other IP spinoff ones. Um certainly. of um, just IPs I don't care about. Uh I kind of care about the Dragon Quest one. I like a Dragon Quest and it looks really cool, but it has a bad meta score rating and I don't care about it as much as So uh, anyways like to describe my background, like I'm a big Zerk fan. Um, I finished the three I'm not like a Souls super fan. I really like them. Um, I finished the three Three Dark Souls, I've never played a, uh, I never played, I played once for like an hour or something, Demon Souls, um, but I, I don't really know much about it, and uh, I played a bunch of various Dynasty Warrior games um, as a kid uh, on PlayStation 1 and 2 and Xbox and shit like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. What did you, what, what, I'm really curious what your impression is, like, of seeing, like, I feel like it's a game that looks very different, maybe, than how it feels to play, actually, but, um.
0: Yeah, I was, I would believe that, um, it looked like a game that I would kind of bounce off of gameplay-wise, like, I don't really like that action kind of stuff, um, but the story is really interesting, <laughs> Because, you know, I imagine... Yeah, it, yeah. It's, a,
1: it's almost like it's a, a beloved award-winning story for yeah. other media.
0: And, uh, <laughs> and it was funny how, like, in probably an hour and a half of watching Ben play, we watched an hour of anime <laughs> and saw three minutes of gameplay.
1: It was a very story-heavy moment. The yeah. game is very story-heavy across the board. Yeah. Like... It's got a whole, whole lot of just segments from the recent anime and movies. Um, it's got lots of, like, original story segments um, thrown in. as just, like, dialogue and side stories. I think it has some new stuff added, um, some new animated stuff made for it. Um, I'm not totally sure because I haven't seen all the
0: movies, but I was under that impression. It's got some of the really ugly first movie in it. <laughs> and boy, is it ugly. But but in general, the game looks gorgeous. Uh,
1: the game yeah. like is really pretty, it, and I it really captures the look of the anime and manga without like too directly trying to ape it. Yeah. Like it's in its own kind of style, but I think it really captures the spirit. I don't, it looks good. to me.
0: Yeah, it's that nice cell shading that makes your game look good forever. Well, it's one of the two art styles that always look
1: good, uh-huh. like if you do them well, of of two D pixel
0: art or, cell, <laughs> or shading. cell shading. Yeah, those are your options.
1: Both great choices. Yeah. it is it is action oriented. You do mash a lot of men, like it's basically all you do. Except for when you watch them like talk about things and feel ways about things at like a fancy a fancy
0: dinner ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like it when people feel ways about things. Uh,
1: there's there's lots of boys feeling ways about things. Yeah. Uh, this and this.
0: Maybe if like. Uh, we could just watch the people feeling ways about things, and I could press the attack button over and over again while we were we were uh, looking at people feel ways about things, then I would be interested. Just get my attacking over with I'm, during the I story. Mean, I yeah. could hand you a controller and we watch the anime. Yeah, <laughs> I, that would be ideal, I think. Gives me something to do with my hands, but there's not too much pressure. I like that. So an
1: interesting thing about the the classic anime, I haven't I haven't seen that much of the new one yet. Um, I recently rewatched the entirety of the classic one with Rami, okay. so um, it's it's quite fresh for me. I had seen it before. Um, is for it's how much it's a story about warriors and a war. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost all of the screen time is devoted to, like, dudes feeling ways about things, and very, very little of it is action-oriented.
0: Hey, I had a question. Is Castlevania's Alucard, like, explicitly supposed to be Griffith, or is that just sort of, like, common inspiration?
1: So... There is this archetype in like Japanese media that making a joke about the anime Bakano that I watched with Rami. Oh I saw that. I refer to this Okay, so then this'll this'll work well for you. Good, good. Um is that archetype I call generically the Rail Tracer. Okay. From the Rail Tracer in Bakano?
0: Okay.
1: And Like, this isn't a, like, Sephiroth is a super famous rail tracer. Alucard is one. Like, Alucard, like, you know, for some reason, like, being like the, the like, long-haired, pretty boy with white hair, um, swordsman, but in like, a beautifully sinister way, is a very important, (laughs) (laughs) like, cornerstone of Japanese thought. Rail tracer yeah <laughs> but so Gatsu, yeah. he's a, he is a friend of the rail tracer <laughs> for now
0: because it's
1: if, if Baccao taught you anything, it's that your fingers are about to fall off your hands.
0: <laughs> well I'm ready for it.
1: But Keep your fist balled up
0: mm-hmm. but uh, but you know before my uh, hands fall off, I might like to go to the bathroom. For one last time, <laughs> in comfort. Well, you don't like. It's not like your hands. You're gonna lose your. It's just your
1: fingers. Oh, okay. is all about like your fingers being removed all the time.
0: Oh, I didn't need those anyway.
1: I don't know if any of them were industrial accidents.
0: <laughs> I know Ugh.
1: people lose fingers in almost every episode. <laughs> because so I noticed it early on, thinking it was really gross, mm-hmm. and it just kept happening constantly, and I couldn't stop noticing it.
0: Wait, does this mean that Bakano and the Machinist take place in the same universe? I mean,
1: one can only assume. <laughs>
0: the Machinist begins with, like, 40 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some stuff that has nothing to do with Bakano except... <laughs> Except
1: well, they, maybe Jacuzzi yeah. is like a random, a random like a background worker in the the machine shop. Oh, the that machine could be, yeah. It.
0: yeah. I think I think I remember seeing that.
1: <laughs> you saw his face tattoos? Mm-hmm.
0: You, you know what the connection is? I think it's like Final Destination, but instead of death, it's losing fingers. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once,
1: once you get involved in that scene, man,
0: mm-hmm. your
1: fingers are as good as gone.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, let's take a break. Sound good?
1: That sounds like a perfect thing to do. All right. Roar! Uh, I, I, I.
0: <laughs> Hello, welcome back. We remain the Johns Hi, cast. Welcome back to the Johns.
1: It's the cast about Johns.
0: So Benjamin, uh, this week's Johns topic that I have for you—not that it matters for me anymore because my denim and my skin <laughs> are one and the same—but uh, <laughs> but for you, Ben. How do you feel in terms of the proper underwear to wear under your johns does it make a difference
1: so this is a great topic this is a heated topic and it feels like one we may have to even revisit in the future cuz i don't know if we have enough time to go through the variety of options
0: here mm-hmm.
1: okay. so you know there's a there's a few schools of thought and I've transitioned through a few myself um so you know take it with take it with a spoonful of salt because you know over the course of the cast we should probably just bring it up again sometime in the you know distant future and see see if I still feel the same way yeah but um so traditionally I've been a boxers man Mm -hmm. but um and I I really like boxers Mm -hmm. but uh you know, boxer briefs are all the rage these days. So I I don't think tidy whiteys are appropriate for Johns or really for life. Um I'm I'm just kind of against them. They look dumb to me. Um But but do they even look dumb under your Johns? You probably can't see them, depending on a how tight of Johns you're wearing. Now if you're wearing really tight Johns, you probably especially don't. Them because then everybody can see your underwear basically, so I would worry more about um, if you're if you're you know like you're sagging your johns, you're gonna want to wear cool boxers for sure. Gotcha. Um, with a cool print because people will see it, you know, but like, it's like part of the outfit, like smiley face boxers. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Or my personal favorite, are the white ones with the red hearts. Ooh, yeah, those are good. They're a classic for a reason. Nice. So, you know, like that, but, uh, if you're, if you're wearing really tight johns, people are going to be able to see your male panty line, um, <laughs> or, or female panty line, uh, depending on what kind of, uh, panties, panties you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, what's printed on them doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but, uh, you gotta, you gotta care about the shape, and so boxers. Like, you're gonna have to stuff them down hard every time you go pee. Ugh, how annoying! Uh, yeah, which is annoying, and they can like just be too bulky, especially for really tiny pants. So that's like a, that's a reason to seriously consider boxer briefs. Oh, the, um, the third option. You gotta, and so, or there's the fourth option. And it's honestly, it's been a long time since I've done this. I used to do it a lot. Um, is you can just go commando. Um, and especially if you're going in for a long wear, like, are you long wearing your, your underwear too? Like, (laughs) no, that would be disgusting.
0: That's why you go, uh, that's why you go commando.
1: Well, I'm convinced.
0: uh... I made a horrible mistake, man.
1: (laughs) <laughs> what a what kind of underbrews did you lock into? <laughs> uh,
0: long johns?
1: Or your <laughs> Oh no. Um, well the good news is is like uh when it gets really hot, uh you can probably, you know, just like sling your your outer johns around your ankles and uh you know, cut the long johns off yourself. Um <laughs>
0: And I'm just so hot all the time. <laughs> Make it stop.
1: Well, you can do it now oh, well, as okay. well.
0: <laughs> but not, not during the Johns cast, because we must keep our Johns on during the cast to rule.
1: <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically they would still be on because you're in a long wear, so you can't take them off. So, you know, it's all about, like, pulling up the long Johns and cutting through while, you know, pulling down your Johns, and you can just sort of get through that way. It's, it's a little involved, but it's very possible.
0: <laughs> it's a
1: good thing to know. Well. Well. So. So. Would you describe the horse armor? Oh, oh, wait. Yes. What am I doing? Zach, I, I heard you've had some sort of interesting phenomena in your life.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I had a good story that I wanted to tell everybody is very self self-indulgent but i know that everybody likes me enough that they they just eat this stuff up uh i know i sure do yeah so uh so rewind zachary is probably like five years old and uh, he goes to disneyland right. with family and somebody asks him if he wants to go so you're like uh, leading how big of a troops at this point oh there's probably like 10 15 people around it used to be a big event like uh, all my cousins okay. would go it was cool uh so it was disneylanding all day and then somebody asked me if mm-hmm. i wanted to go to and ride the haunted mansion some night and being like five i was like mm-hmm. no that sounds scary i don't want to and then uh oh what a mistake yeah i know and then uh I've been back since then, but I've always been there at like Christmas time when it's done up in Nightmare Before Christmas theme, which is dumb and not how a haunted mansion is supposed to be.
1: So this is an ongoing problem for Zach here. Yeah, I want to. I want to personally say that like this was explicitly a problem Zach was mad about like six or seven years
0: ago. (laughs) Continues to be a problem to the extent, Benjamin, (laughs) it has become a recurring dream that I have. Like I go to Disneyland and I tell people, I really want to go to the haunted mansion before we have to leave. I know we have a limited number of time amount of time. Let's go to the haunted mansion. And then we always have to do something else. Like it never works out. Like not Splash Mountain again. No. Yeah, exactly. You'll like, just have to ride it again at Christmas, Zach. <laughs> Christmas, Zach. Christmas. Zach. <laughs> yeah, like last night, I had this dream, and it was particularly egregious because I told my mom in the dream that we have to go to Haunted Mansion because I have a recurring <laughs> dream about not being able to go to Haunted Mansion. <laughs> And then
1: oh, that's really good. Yeah,
0: and then I ended up not being able to go because I had to go on like a hot air balloon ride with my dad for no reason. It's not even a ride. It's not even a ride. Cheated. It's a ride. cheated. <laughs> and it's oh, so sad. God. Yeah. Anyway, Zach, yeah.
1: How does it make you feel that? So uh, I've been to Disney World twice, uh-huh. and I really, I really enjoy. The Nightmare Before Christmas and So I've always wanted to see My favorite ride at Disney World Uh The Haunted Mansion In it's Nightmare Before Christmas Form Uh But uh, I've never been able to (laughs) Because I've only Ever been when it was not In it
0: That's really sad So I've ridden it like
1: Six times But Uh only in it's normal form
0: (laughs) Well, for what it's... And one time, uh
1: uh, the ride broke when we were in it, and we were in the, like, ghost following you, ending a hallway, Uh and I got trapped in there for, like, 20 minutes, and then we got to see the ride sort of the wrong way, in the way you're not supposed to, because then we had to, like, walk out the crew and stuff, but it was, well, it was like, on, but not function correctly, and so you could see how a lot of the, like, hologram stuff and things
0: worked as you walked by, which I thought was really cool. That is super cool. Um, so, for what it's worth, let me explain why you're not missing anything. So, the, uh, the Haunted Mansion ride was designed by some <laughs> very creative, clever people in the, uh, I think... Early to mid to late fifties and Okay. And the Nightmare Before Christmas was produced by some very clever people in the nineteen nineties, as you know. But which is the
1: best era. Yes. But the between night <laughs> the nineties as described as between nineteen eighty eight and
0: nineteen ninety four. The real nineties as we call them.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yes but the uh the tacked on nightmare before christmas thieving to the haunted mansion was not designed to my judgment by people who are nearly <laughs> as creative or clever as the talents who were responsible for either of those two properties in the first place so I mean I remember the rhymes being really stupid like they, they changed the <laughs> they changed the spoken word part so it's nightmare before Christmas themed but it was bad and they took like what about the fake
1: elevator in the waiting room was it sick as shit
0: um I'm trying to remember I don't think they changed that at all fortunately oh what yeah. I thought they would have changed all of it Yeah, you would think like that's the most obvious thing to change. You would change like the stretchy paintings to become Nightmare Before Christmas themed. But no, that was Like you would just have the like minimum
1: workload would just be to put the same thing with Nightmare Before Christmas people on (laughs) those paintings. Like (laughs)
0: Yeah, no. It's Oogie
1: Boogie, but his
0: face is stretching. Yeah, yeah. This is the level of effort that they did not put into the nightmare before Christmas theming. And why I'm so upset, and I feel like my problem is worse than yours. You don't have nightmares about it, do you, Ben? No. No. I hadn't
1: thought about it in years until you brought it up. Oh, I'm sorry. Just now in this podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry, I think it's okay. You're the one. You're the one having reoccurring nightmares about it. I think this is. A, <laughs> I just wanted to see that. What basically what I'm hearing, Zach, is you're saying greedy devs, trash port, no buy. Yeah, basically. I,
0: I have this suspicion. Oh, it's
1: yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned for our brand new review scores. Near the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. So
0: it's going to be really good. You should be we, excited when we do our review. Yeah. You guys got to know. You got to know how good it is. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't know
1: whether it's a trash port. La- lazy devs, greedy devs, no buy. Exactly. Devs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Benjamin, I think that. One day, when I finally get to go on Real Haunted Mansion, I'm going to have a Theophany. It'll be my Mount Sinai moment, because otherwise my uh-huh. whole life was not worth it. It just has to be.
1: It's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's a good ride, dude. Yeah. You'll like it. <laughs> There's like no nightmare before Christmas parts at
0: all. <laughs> That's the best thing. So speaking of speaking of a good ride, uh, how do you feel about the ride that is Berserk? The ride.
1: Well, I mean, I don't want to. It's in
0: Tokyo step Disney on our, Yeah.
1: My, <laughs> Disney's Berserk will be great. Mm-hmm. Six, uh, six series, much noted for its extreme and controversial. Uh, depictions of sexuality and extreme violence. Um, and sometimes the combination of the two. Um, well, hey, like, I guess they, they got Logan. Apparently that's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go see it at midnight release. Some, uh, it, only t- buddies. <laughs> it only took them three
0: tries to make that movie good.
1: <laughs> Apparently it's, like, really good. The trailers were really good, and then like the the pre showings have it's got like a super super high Rotten Tomatoes
0: score. Yeah, it sounded interesting. I would like to see it myself. By the way, stay tuned Uh, for the reviews.
1: Yeah, stay tuned for for the reviews of Logan, which neither of us have seen. (laughs) Uh, No, (laughs) and you can't have seen either unless you got a press pass. Maybe I should just
0: get a press pass. Don't you just need like one of those hats with a card in it that says press? I like I've been led to believe basically like
1: if you have a podcast that reviews things, which this now does,
0: uh-huh.
1: like if we have one of these on iTunes, I think I think we can get a press pass. Perfect with like a bunch of things in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Score! It's all been worth it. Because I know, like, Zach from Video Games Hot Dog and Frog Fractions Gym and a bunch of those people, like, have bullshit press passes that they, like, just go to free movies with and stuff all the time. I and mean, that's how they go to their, like, Zach has, like, game. I mean, they, they both have, like, big games at this point, but, like, before they did, that's how they would, like, get into industry things all the time for free was just being fake press.
0: Maybe we need an Academy Award from the Academy of Johns. The Johns Cast. I mean, Academy. I think we could win it. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh,
1: I bet uh, we, we had that really good segment yeah. at one time called "The Warp and Weft of Our Lives," uh-huh. but I don't remember what that segment was about.
0: <laughs> well, it's
1: recorded somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> That's great. Uh so this game not only like the things I like, this is it this game, here's my assessment of yeah. it. Is like it's a it's a pretty generic Dynasty Warriors game in gameplay. It's probably not even the best Dynasty Warriors in gameplay, but it is a solid one. Like if you, if you like a Dynasty Warriors, if you like a Heroes of High Rule or whatever the fuck that's called, Uh the the Gundams or the. Do you like a Muso uh, Musao? I don't know how to say that.
0: Is Uh, there a Gundam uh, one?
1: Yeah, the Gundam one I believe was the first, at least in English, like um, third party. You know, like not that it was had like a different theming than the Three Kingdoms, Um, the Japanese. Samurai Warrior ones were also very early. Okay, cool. Um, anyway. Yeah, the Gundam continue. one was very early. Yeah. When you kill a million Gundams in it. Because that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. yeah Like I said, the, so here's the thing about like it's a it's good. I don't think it's particularly special or great at all. And but it's it's a solid Musso game. Mm-hmm. It's theming makes more sense than any other one I've ever played, including actual Dynasty Warriors. Because <laughs> Berserk is very much about guts, killing a really lot of guys with a sword, mm-hmm. like just sort of wading into major military battles, and 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 sometimes he fights really strong, like boss demons, and or just like strong dudes or like ethnic dudes, um, and uh, and so it plays like it's it's a very solid pick for, like, what to make one of these games about. Its execution thus far feels solid. The PC port is actually, that's what we were playing, um, is really good. I was afraid it was going to be horrible, because that sort of thing often is. I pre-ordered it just because I'm a huge Berserk fan, and this is one of the first things they've released, like, game-wise, in English, since it's the Dreamcast. Um, so I wanted to make sure and just, you know, throw some dollars at it to uh, say, like, hey keep releasing berserk things in America. It here's sixty dollars. Um uh <laughs> but it feels like it it's super loving mm-hmm. towards the subject matter and if you really like berserk the way I really like berserk, um it's a really good berserk thing. Like it's a really good berserk thing. It's a it's a good muso game it's a great Berserk thing if you're a big fan of Berserk, and they put a lot of effort into it. It's beautiful. Like, deep, if you do not give a shit about Berserk, I don't think I would recommend this. Not that it isn't a fun Muso game, but because, like, as Zach said, like, you're gonna, like, watch between missions, like, at least a half hour of, often, movie clips of New stuff of dialogue, of like wild action scenes, of all kinds of like original hand animation. You'll see, like it's cool stuff. But if you don't like Berserk, you get a whole fucking lot of Berserk story in this, because that's what it's about. Um, a thing that's weird, and a thing I wanted to talk about um, was this. And this is my big disappointment for the game, and my only real one thus far, um, is that it doesn't have any multiplayer or co-op and traditionally the dynasty warrior games all have like very strong co-op that's super fun like that's primarily how i played them and like growing up to me they were like one of the most classic in middle school and high school like sleepover games where like somebody would rent one of them and like once or twice a year we would play like binge huge amounts like stuff yourself with pizza soda and or booze and uh, play Dynasty Warriors for like 24 hours in a row with some of your bros on, on multiplayer and uh, that's that's a, a jolly memory of, of my childhood was a thing that occurred many many times across the years did you have any like sleepover games or anything like series or anything like that or any sort of like a vague equivalence
0: well, we I used to hang out with the other Genesis kids and played kind of bad Genesis platformers, trash garbage. <laughs> that was my childhood largely. Vector Man was pretty cool. It it looked nice when you didn't know what Donkey Kong was. Wonder if you played Donkey Kong for the first time literally <laughs> moments
1: before seeing Vector Man for the first time because that was my experience of them, <laughs> at a different kiosk in a Toys R Us.
0: Wait a minute, I, I see
1: a resemblance here. <laughs> One of these games is way more fun than the other. Because <laughs> at the kiosk, you don't find out how Donkey Kong Country 1, in its original Super Nintendo release, has some of the worst save-pointing of any game ever made.
0: At least it has save pointing. I I think that Man did too. You say that. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You say that, but it's a, it's a,
1: it's a game that may require you to beat like six or more full one hit and your guy dies platforming levels of Donkey Kong Country, which is famously pretty fucking hard. Like, in a row before you can save, which might take hours and hours and hours of just not losing. Uh, Can't you just go back to the last save point and save it? Does it not let you do that? Not once you switch worlds. Oh wow. But not, not even every world, I don't think, has a save point. And so sometimes you might have to beat a world, or maybe that, the world before it had a save point like after level 2 of 8. And then the next world you have to get to level 6 in to save, and if you run out of continues anywhere in there, you get to do all of those good.
0: Well, that is some puzzling design.
1: It's not a big feature in later Donkey Kongs or any of the remakes of that one. Um, <laughs> oh, good.
0: <laughs>
1: but, but you you never had, like, a series that was, like, a, a sleepover game for you? Um,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think... Like, maybe it would have been Prime Dreamcast territory or uh, or GameCube.
1: Dreamcasts are great. Yeah. Great. Both of those are, are like, I, I very heavily associate with that sort of thing. Because so they have, like, really good arcadey games yeah.
0: on them. Power Stone, man. Power Stone was the best. Oh, yeah. Power Stone. Power Stone.
1: <laughs> Power Stone 2. Yeah. Also, really good. Maybe even better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh welcome to the Power Stone World. <laughs>
0: powerful, powerful,
1: powerful. Oh, that looks painful. <laughs> Ugh, it's a long way to fall. These are probably like horrible misquotes. I have not played. I I own I own both Power Stone 1 and 2 on Dreamcast and at least back in the day those were extremely expensive. Those were like at least one of them was like a triple-digit used price uh, Dreamcast game, which I just got from like a pawn shop for like eight bucks <laughs> or something. I was very proud of. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how many years it's been since I played one of those because I played the
0: shit out of some Power Stones. I wish I had that back. It's one of my my biggest regrets. Was it in the
1: box with the Swamp Thing comics? (laughs) Or the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen?
0: Uh, Yeah, it might as well have been. Man, I, I bought all those again. We extraordinary gentlemen. I don't even know where they are now. I might have to buy them a third time.
1: <laughs> you put them in a weird. Stop putting them in the weird box. That, that box labeled trash is not where they live. That's not where
0: comic books belong. Oh, it was oh,
1: it was empty. I it looked like a safe place to put them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Whenever I, whenever I get them, I like I get a new cardboard box. I yeah. keep them safe, but like to keep the dream alive, you just got a sharpie trash on the side of it full like, time. <laughs> sake
0: inside <laughs> and joke for yourself. It's tradition. You Is there like some sort that? of? <laughs> it's
1: a tradition of my people, mm-hmm. man. Is there any sort of like omnibus fancy man edition that might be so hefty that you could not lose it?
0: I don't think so. I don't think they've ever done that.
1: I totally, like, and I had a flashback of you in those comics when this happened. Yeah. I don't even know what all I lost. I know some of the stuff, but I totally packed, like, one of those plastic moving crates I had back uh, back in college and still use all the time for everything because they're the same ones. Um, and uh, back when I used to move, like, at least every year, if not more frequently... One of those times, one of those crates did not make it and just everything that vanished and <laughs> so, like that was a really sad thing.
0: I sympathize with you, brother. It's really sad. And
1: it took yeah. him a long time actually for me to notice. Yeah. And then it was like way too late. Yeah. I have no idea where it did. Like, I don't, not, thankfully nothing too important seems to have gone.
0: But ugh. ugh, ugh, Well, on that note, I have to go to bed. <laughs> oh, should
1: we do our our reviews real quick? Oh, our that's much-touted... right.
0: Yeah, man, you guys have been waiting for this. It's gonna be really good.
1: All right, Zach.
0: All right. Lay your scores on me. All right. So for this what you, episode, what are you reviewing? This you're week? reviewing. The Devil Wears Prada, the well-regarded Meryl Streep movie that I didn't see. Um, gameplay, 7 of 10. Graphics, 6 of 10. Replayability, 9 of 10. Uh, overall... Really?
1: Wow, I had a very different impression. Yeah. Um, you know, so mine, I'm going with graphics. I'm being more generous. I'm going to go with 7. Yeah. Sound, lots of pop bullshit. We'll give that a two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gameplay, uh, no loading times. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Hate loading times. Me too, so, man. Uh, I, plus the bump from having Devil in the name. Yeah. Big fan of Devil. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun factor, one out of ten. What the fuck? I don't even think there's gameplay in this. <laughs>
0: it's not even. Uh,
1: it's not even three D. <laughs> Yeah, five plus, it's not even three D. Uh replayability, zero out of ten. I wouldn't even play it. I never have.
0: <laughs> Alright. Boom so, reviewed. So in conclusion, I think we give this a try it, rent it, don't buy it. Yeah, rent
1: it, rent it, uh pirate it. Um see if you like it. I thought it was terrible with something uh, I didn't Watch. Yeah. I don't even. uh, It's uh, a, it's a a, like empty can out of ten. I don't think this is a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Probably some cool Johns in it. Yeah. Alright, good night everybody. I don't know, I haven't seen it. Good night. Yeah! Yeah! Ah. Yeah! Yeah!